Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Thursday, June 1st. Let's jump into today's top stories. Manhattan AD Marianne Riley will step down, effective July 1st, and says, after seven years at the helm, it is time for a new voice to lead the department into the future and time for me to embark on the next phase of my professional and personal journey. I am proud of what we were able to accomplish together and I will continue to cheer on the Jaspers in the years ahead. I am grateful to my colleagues, our talented staff, and most of all, the young men and women who proudly wear the green and white. Iowa Deputy AD-Chief Operating Officer Beth Getz will take over as Interim AD, effective August 1. UI President Barbara Wilson said, Beth is a talented and respected leader, not only at Iowa, but also at the national level in college athletics. I am grateful she agreed to lead this crucial part of our university, and I am confident she will generate a lot of excitement and forward momentum. North Dakota names Valparaiso Executive Associate AD for Internal Operations-SWA Liz Jarnigan as Senior Associate AD for Internal Operations-SWA. Jarnigan was also recently in the final three candidates for the AD opening at Eastern Washington and was due to hold a public forum in Cheney next Monday. The Athletics' Max Olson reports no Pac-12 school has been more receptive to joining the Big 12 than Colorado, citing three conference sources who say the two sides have been in talks for several months. While the hire of Colorado football head coach Sanders aligns with Commissioner Brett Yermark's vision of making the Big 12 a younger, hipper, cooler conference, Olson notes other factors also make Colorado an attractive option, including their 16th-rated media market previous Big 12 experience and serving as a solid travel partner for incoming BYU. The larger question, Olson continues, is whether a CU defection would lead to others. Olson writes, a Colorado return to the Big 12 wouldn't doom the Pac-12 or the value of its next media rights deal. George Klyovkov could easily move forward with adding San Diego State as a more than suitable replacement. But for months now, the bigger question for the Big 12 has been whether landing one gets them two. If your mark can get a deal done with Colorado, will that be enough of a momentum shift for him to land Arizona as well? The Big 12 has formed an in-house commercial sales division that will be led by Vice President of Sales Sean Desmond, who joined the league in January and reports directly to Commissioner Brett Yormark. The conference has also hired Fenway Sports Management's Austin Greenstein as Senior Director of Ticketing and Partnerships. Greenstein will report to Desmond. SBJ's Michael Smith writes, The Big 12 said it will execute at the local, national and international levels in order to maximize current revenue streams from its Big 12 championships and other events, including a title partner for the 2024 Big 12 Pro Day at the Star in Frisco, Texas. The conference also has identified partnership rights of the Big 12 Replay Operations Room and its entire game day venue monitoring operation, as well as the conference's 2023 summer activations in New York's Rucker Park as new business opportunities. Previous rights holder Learfield will maintain some business from the Big 12 on a project-by-project basis and its other companies, CLC and Sidearm, will continue to have relationships with the league as well. The Athletics' David Ubbin talks with several SEC football head coaches about the prevalence of tampering, and Vanderbilt head coach Clark Lee and Florida head coach Billy Napier both tell him that tampering is occurring. South Carolina head coach Shane Beamer adds, rumors are one thing. Proof is another thing. Ubbin notes coaches have quietly self-policed the rules behind the scenes, making terse phone calls when they hear rumors and settling the issues with their colleagues quietly. Arkansas head coach Sam Pittman explains that it all goes back to whatever your definition is. 
Is calling a high school coach and saying, hey, is Jimmy gonna go in the portal? Is that tampering? By definition, it is. I guess it's hard to prove. I just call coaches if I feel like it's happening to us. However, once you make that call it's already too late because the kid's already gone. Pittman also points out it is unlikely there will be many battles that play out publicly because, the business is all about if you make somebody mad, you cut that possibility of a job market off your resume. Solutions so far have been few and far between, but Ole Miss head coach Lane Kiffin offers one saying, I always just go to professional sports when these things come up. Over time, those guys have figured it out. When the fines or penalties become so big, that's the only time it ever stops. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Thursday, June 1. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.